Unique New York. Okay. Are you ready to improv? Let's do it. <laughs> uh, welcome to Endless Nameless Endless Podcast. Endless Nameless Podcast. Mm. I know what it's called, too. <sighs> We're recording later than usual tonight, actually. it's it's We usually get this going we around. We wanted to make sure to get an appropriate level of police activity in the neighborhood. Yeah, we wanted to make sure it was prime time for crime time when we started recording so it could be an entertaining episode for you guys like that first one of the season was. Um, any, uh, uh, We were asked about any updates on that and uh, Lindsay was supposed to look up stuff today. Oh yeah, I was going to look at the police blotter. I didn't. I'm Lindsay. I'm the one who didn't look up something. I was supposed to look up. Way to call me out, asshole. <laughs> So, um, and we don't know if it was any of Lindsay's neighbors or something. I feel like it was someone being, like, chased through the neighborhood. So, um. Someone was being chased through the neighborhood. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, because all of Lindsay's neighbors are pretty dope. I mean, not saying they wouldn't commit a crime that wouldn't, like, warrant uh, a whole police thing, but... What's the situation nice. where they where they follow you on a helicopter? How badly do they? I mean, you've got to be just running. Like you're running. If they're blocking blocks off, like, or, or unless you're a, a a run risk, is that a thing? Okay. I know it's a flight risk. Well, I'm but. just saying, like, nobody on the nosy next door app is like, oh, they're just like another day in Tucson. No, no. The the most recent one that I got an email about was like the bike thief is back. I'm like, stop leaving your bikes outside. <laughs> yeah, the whole fucking town's a bike thief, man. <laughs> Fuck, that was probably one of the most devastating for fucking things real. to happen to me mm-hmm. when it happened. Like Lindsay and I had just separated. Uh, I was living on my own. I didn't have a car, so I was using my bike, which was the same bike I rode across Arizona with on, like from wine country up north to south. Bike. It was just it, it meant a lot to me, and I loved that bike. It was a good bike, and we bought it like after our honeymoon because my bike broke during our honeymoon, so it had been with me through a lot of shit, and um. I go out on my own and I go to Anello. What the fuck is wrong with you? Anello Pizzeria and lock it up. Just let a These light pose. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Oh I'm kidding. <laughs> and I lock my bike up along with my uh, former partner's bike. Like we both had bikes and um, locked them up. Went in and got pizza. Hung out and come out and there's just no bike. Like on a busy. Street. I'm surprised that your bikes were taken right there too. Actually, like, how? What kind of lock? Did you have a metal lock? I think we had this one of the wire locks because it tied around our bikes. Because we had it was you always had to adjust to what was available where you are because there's not bike racks everywhere. Like it's a bike friendly city for the most part. But what a shitty bike rack right there for people in there. Oh my god, they're just lifting it up. Oh my god. Um, You never know. So. Yeah, so, yeah, bike thieving is not cool. It's not cool, kids. Yeah, that's, it. it is a big news story. It is. Bike thieves, fuck those guys. So, but anyways, this is our podcast where we drink wine from our wine collection, and tonight we are drinking um, some wine from the Oddity Wine Collective, which this is interesting then, because this ties into... Stuff we're up to because oh. the winemakers or the people Tell involved. Me about it. How much does the label of Oddity Wine now like resonate with you? Because oh, it's, it's just a simple silhouette of a grapevine on cordons, and it's beautiful. Yeah. So the um the roots. people involved with this winery though um are people we got to know in the Arizona wine industry, and then they were students 
in the same program that we are in right now currently and studied uh, the viticulture stuff and like their, um, got their wine knowledge from there. Aaron, uh, Bree, David, um, those are people like we all know and we uh, respect and uh, they make phenomenal wine. Oddity Wine Collective, I don't think has ever let me down. For um, sure. And I'm actually, I'm very excited about this. This is a 100% Malbec with grapes from Deep Sky. Yeah. And I believe we first had their wine at 48 Wine Works when, mm-hmm. um, with, at the co-op and, uh, they were pouring their stuff and then, uh, wine festivals. And then now it's just readily available. I think, wasn't it like their rosé, their pink that was like fucking flying I know oh, it festival, was. like people I... were all about it I think it was just yeah but their reds are phenomenal so um yeah so this is a, a 2017 centaur and uh it's got 13.8 alcohol it's 100% percent Malbec. 300.6 right yeah 300.6 in, in, in my terms. terms got it got um it, got and it. it's <laughs> from deep sky vineyard and so but it's produced and stuff out uh, in uh the verde valley so, uh, up north, um, yeah, these guys are great. I'm really excited to drink this tonight. I mean, it's 2017. This probably could sit another it five years. It probably could, but I'm excited but, to get into it and just, like, continue yeah, pouring this. Yeah, I mean, it it, yeah, for sure. I'm I'm excited. I, I, I seriously, I... Wait a I, minute. Oh, sorry. Flipping the coin to see I who mean, opens the... I will Are say you... there there is a wax tip on this, but it doesn't cover the bottle. It's okay. Just so I'm flipping it, and how are we doing this again? You're calling what? What do you want? Heads or tails? If it's heads, I do it. You do it. Was it heads? I yeah, it was heads. It. Are you sure? Did you just? Flip you want me to flip it again? <laughs> I'll kidding, flip it again. I'm Ready? Kidding, I'm kidding. No. I got it. I'll flip it again. No, no, they're gonna throw it at me. No. Best out of seven. Put it down. Put it down. Don't be crazy, okay? Stop it. Stop it. Is that a Muppet Babies tattoo? Oh my god! Give me the wine key. Okay, it's me. I'm doing it. So Lindsay's up. So Lindsay has a spread out for us today that includes. Watch it. What you're saying? Okay, careful. Easy. Um, there's goldfish crackers. We have, uh, I only had my spread out at the skate park today. <laughs> we're going to talk about that. An 18 year old boy wanted Lindsay's stuff. Wanted her spread out. I mean, Valentine's day is coming up. I mean, yeah. Oh, and then there was like, he was a skater I boy. Know that I'm doing this as well. I got the wax off. Oh my God. I'm so, um, I think just keeping our track stuff. record of not opening these <laughs> bottles well is going great this is the one where i'm gonna bleed anyways and then there's are these uh chocolate covered peanuts sure peanuts salted peanuts and mm, rosemary popcorn from uh the local business popped and that shit's fire it's the best stuff i and, love it uh it, it's it's worth uh, splurging and getting yourself some, and, but it's not going to last long because you're just going to fucking eat the shit out of it. It's so good. Did you get it? Not yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, oh my God, this is so good. You're doing it though. That poor parrot fucking wine key. Yeah! You did it. I did it. I did it. <laughs> good job, Lens. Thank you. Awesome. All right. So... Um, but yeah, so, uh, Oddity Wine Collective, we should have, oh, should we get the Bible out and look up stuff about them? Sure. But I'm going to pour some into our, uh, glasses just a little bit and swirl it. 
Oh, they should be like decanting The Bible's thing. in the cellar. I gotta go get it. <laughs> oh my lord. So I guess it's just us. It's just us sitting here right now, swirling this wine. Beautiful color. I'm a little stuffy just because of fucking allergies. Ah, back from the cellar. Oh! Jesus. Oh, my big booty just knocked into the thing behind you. Okay. So, um, yeah, very deep color. Beautiful on the nose. It's almost got, like, um, I don't want to say spice, but it's just that, um, that feeling I get, that smell I get when I, when I, I'm just like, that's Arizona wine. It's, ooh. I think with this rosemary popcorn being nearby too, it's like infiltrating this. So like the herbs in it too is really nice. Well, the first thing that pops out. Oh, let me, I have some. Let me, mm. let me have some. I mean, for being young, that's, um, or younger. I mean, it's good. Not too acidic or anything either. The tannins are like right there on the top of my mouth. Like the roof of it. And um, it almost feels like this is like a good, um, like a red meat. Mm. You could do um, that also, with it, pair with it. The color. Yeah, really deep on the color. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Really opaque. So what do we got on Probably. these guys? Our friends at Oddity Wine Collective. I'm I'm swallowing some wine. Mm. I think that that can sit for a few more years too. But it's good. It's it is good. It's a it's a it's a real easy sipper. It's got some nice fruit on it, some plum almost. Yeah, really good. Good. Like yeah, it's really real good. Good. Okay. Um. So, the threesome, as they're referred to in this book. <laughs> Um, all working day jobs devoted themselves also to doing the Oddity Wine Collective. So this is truly a passion project, um, if there ever was one in the wine industry. Uh, yeah, and they, they work out of 4-8, um, the uh, co-op up in Verde Valley. I mean, I know Bree does work with um, Paige Seller Springs. Um, or sp <laughs> I just mixed that all up. <laughs> Page Spring Cellars. Um, I, uh, Aaron's worked with Maynard and helping him make his wine, I believe. Um, Dave, uh, is, a uh, day job is working, um, at a bar in downtown Clarkdale that we went and, uh, visited and got, ran into him. So that was really neat. Um, but yeah, we basically just met these guys out on the scene when we started, uh, drinking Arizona wine and it's been really great getting to know them and just watching them grow and develop and create this wine that's it's super fucking good like it's it's really good oddity wine collective should be like uh on everyone's list of Arizona wines to try I I I think so any yeah and I mean they've got nowhere nowhere to go but up because they're just you know they're using shared stuff right now and they don't have their own space so that's you know on their agenda for the future that's where they're they're looking to go and you know it's cool too because they really started like the same kind of pathway like that you know we are in wine just mm -hmm. being passionate about it like working around in in the business um and uh <laughs> 
Uh, they said here it was terrifying at first dealing with the licensing and permits. And oh I mom. concur. That is, like, so daunting. <laughs> like, you have to get in touch with the... Um, uh, tobacco and firearms people. <laughs> what are they called? Uh, what, the ATF? Or... The ATF, that's um, what it is. Alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Because you might have, like, explosive chemicals on your property. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to tell them about it and how they can put it out if there's a fire. You, there's so many things, like, in, in involving with your land. If your land is a certain way, you've got to get in touch with certain departments and, like, the county and... Things like that. It does feel like that's uh, we're doing a project for our class and we've got to like look into these kinds of things. And it just it's almost one of those things where like, can I hire somebody to do that shit? Exactly. (laughs) Can I hire somebody that I can trust to do all that shit? Well, cool. This will be um, really nice to enjoy. Uh, Do we have stuff to talk about? Do we did we No. We just wanted to record an episode. I think that's what happened. I don't think we really did actually discuss um, subjects. Well, but... why don't we, uh, what did you do today? Oh, I went skating. Um, Me too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. We had uh, uh, skate days and different stuff. Yeah, I went skating, um, walked my dogs <laughs> twice, and hung out with Carrie and Johnny. You got to walk them twice? Yeah, I did. I walked them this morning and this afternoon. It was, the sunset was beautiful too. It was really nice. Oh my God. The sunset was so much nicer tonight than it was yesterday night. Oh my God, right? But it was nice last night, but like tonight was fire. It would have been so nice. Yeah, it would have been out on that trail. trails for that. Um, So, yeah, that was my day, just hanging out and taking care of things your dog pooped in the house and I cleaned it up for you while you were gone. Way to talk about it. I well, mean, they embarrass me. I'm going to embarrass them. So Um, I don't know why that happened. I'm sorry. No, Thank it's you. it happens with my dogs all whenever accidents happen. So Right, sometimes I poop in the hallway too. I mean, you never know. Never know. But that was my day. What about your day? My day, I just did some cruising around in the old ZA, the XA. Um, yeah, I was cruising around wine territory or exploratory territory. Exploratory territory, I like Ooh. that a lot. Tantalizing. <laughs> Tantalizing exploratory territory. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um, anyways, so that was, that was a lot of fun just... Um, you know, not having the money to buy land right now, but just fantasizing about where I could have a vineyard to work on this project, you know? Yeah. Um, and I really liked some of the area that was actually south of Benson um, that is not developed. Like, there's no wineries in that area. But, you know, like I said, it's just a matter of time between before the line between Wilcox and Sonoida as far as wine country is blurred. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Yeah, I mean, who, that could be, like, the next area. It all just depends. See how the industry does, but... Well, that's awesome. And you went skating. And I went skating. I, I've had my... So, we must have talked before about how, when we would travel together, we always brought our skateboards and or roller skates with us and it was a point that we would stop at any little town that we were going to be in if it yeah. was a skate park we went to it 
Like, we did that, like, um, on our honeymoon because we rented an mm-hmm. RV and went up the coast. So it was, like, anytime we could find a skate park or somewhere to do that, we did it. And then even more so <laughs> when we did the bike ride that I did on my bicycle, A Silent Shout, when we went through all of Arizona. And that was super awesome because we went through some really tiny towns and they would have skate parks. So you can explain, mm-hmm. like, how you found them and stuff like that. Oh, I'm just, I, I love looking at the satellite view of a map and just zooming in on places, just like finding a park, just like searching skate park or park or whatever. Um, and there's all kinds of different ones out there from like this metal equipment that you can oh, order yeah. that comes and you just put it down on an old tennis court. And like no sucks. one put any consideration in like angles or safety or rails. Oh or... my God. No, there, and there is no flow at all. Plus like when the Arizona sun hits that metal, like you don't want to touch that. So you fall like yeah. you cauterize your wounds. It's like dead. the old slides from the eighties, but we were, oh my God. <laughs> and and, you know, you fall hard enough, you might pee on the way down, too, yeah. just like a slide. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's those, and then there's also, like, the parks that are just, like, there's nothing there, or there's, like, one thing that it's a, a very strange angle that yeah. you can't really hit, or there's, like, only one piece of the park that's actually usable. Um, so it's important just... to consult your local skaters for... Oh my god, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, the park in Sierra Vista was no different, but I always like to zoom in, so I found this thing called the Skate and Bike Court Park or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. So I made it a point to, like, drive through that area so that I could stop and skate there for a while, and I did, and it was amazing, because, you know, I got to skate around for a while, but there was this one big old hump in the middle, so fun to skate that hump I just humped it all day (laughs) she's pumping it and humping it all day on them skates um I mean the park was very ambitious and I I don't know if they consulted a a real skaters you know what level they were at because oh my god yeah we just talked about that there was some hard angled walls that and and like the top of the walls the boxes had like these divots in the middle like and like a step up almost to like get over the hump I'm like this doesn't make any sense and then there was a bowl that was fucking gnarly. It was super deep. And yeah. there was no roll into it. There was just That's... straight vert down if you want to do it. Uh, oh I don't even God. know how I'd get out of there if I like couldn't get momentum going they in there. They have to airlift you out. Yeah. I asked one of the locals if anybody uses that bowl. And he said the teenagers smoke pot in it. Yeah, it's getting used. Yep. <laughs> Hot bowling. Way to go, Sierra Vista. Woop, woop. Fort Pachuca. Um, but yeah, no, I had a good time humping. <laughs> At the park. Lots of kids. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the one who wanted to hump <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Lindsay got hit on. Oh, I did. Talk about it. I did. Yeah, I, I think he was probably, hopefully he was 18. <laughs> um yeah, I was on roller skates, the only person on roller skates, so he was like, you play roller derby? <laughs> he was like, that's fun enough for me. <laughs> like, no, not anymore, you know, and he asked me some questions about roller derby, and then he asked me if I was single. So I gave him my number, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my god, when Lindsay first told me that, my jaw, I think, like, hit the floor, and she saw it and laughed so hard. 
Because I was like, what'd you do? And she just like gave him my number and I was like, <laughs> but anyways, so, but. so Lindsay still got it, everybody. So just so everyone knows. Yeehaw. Um, so yeah, I guess, I mean, what? So it's the day before Valentine's Day. We it's Valentine's Day and it's, I got hit on by an 18 year old, I hope, at the skate park. It's Valentine's Day. We're hanging out. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. We're hanging out. We're going to skate in the morning. And then Carrie's going to help some friends. And we're going to have chicken and broccoli Alfredo. I'm making a strawberry cake for the first time. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Um, I got more snacks. I, I got more. Keep I don't going. know what else is happening. Uh, um, um, it's going to be delicious. Yeah, I can't looking. wait for you to make that fucking cake. I'm going to draw a strawberry too before you make it into a cake. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Works for me. Okay. So, yeah. Um... What other shit should we talk about? I, I we, we definitely did not plan this out right, even though we <laughs> talked about doing it for a couple days already. I mean, well, what of life events? I mean, let's see. What can we connect to Oddity? I think just all those trips to like 4-8 Wine Works is making me think about. I'm like, Maynard. I just think about buying from them at festivals, every festival I would just buy from them. And I love that because they, you know, they work their day jobs, so they're always working someplace else when we see them. So at a festival, they get to come together and be like, we're, you know, Yeah, maybe we should talk about some festival etiquette for people at a fucking festival. Um, First of all... Having been on both sides. um, First of all... Be fucking nice to the people working those events. Some of them don't want to be there or just like have to be there. They'd rather be like in the winery or the vineyard or doing something. But if they know that it's important that they get this wine out to as many people as possible. Just be nice, respectful. Like just really, it's really about that. Also, patience. Knowing that it's going to take a minute for some people to get their wines because some people might ask a question or two. And that is fine. Don't sit up there talking for the fuck ever to the person pouring the fucking wine. There should be a balance. It's just, yeah, it's just understanding that. Also, no one wants to hear your bullshit about how it doesn't taste like the wines you like or whatever. It's a wine tasting fucking festival. Walk away. Enjoy it. Shut your fucking Or yapper. don't enjoy it and move on to the next yeah. one. Like... You're allowed to taste things that you don't like also. Also, I'm getting I'm getting some black olives on this. Am I just like in an olive mood? Yeah, like, you what are. is happening? I haven't eaten an olive in a while. I guess I must be craving that. Am I pregnant? <laughs> that eighteen year old just looked at you and Oh my god. Gave you a baby. And it finally worked. <laughs> oh my god. So weird. Um uh, I did lose some time today. Am I alien oh impregnated? My gosh. Oh, that'd be cute. He's so fun. I know. Aww. What if it's an egg? Oh my god! Remember <laughs> Sarah Silverman when she gave birth to that like demon dragon thing? <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Festivals are fun. It's a good place to get wines. That's like okay. So something for us, like the the good thing about being on the on the purchasing side or the attendee side, um, is that. If you go to the right festivals, so many of your favorite wines could be in one spot. And we'd only have to make like that the few trips to a few festivals. 
And sometimes that'd be the only way you could get certain people's wine. So that oh, was sure. also, it It was like, oh like my God, so-and-so is going to be there. That well, yeah. And there were just up and coming wineries that weren't available or being distributed throughout. And you're like, oh, I've been really wanting to try this and things like that. So or it was like just Lightning Ridge. I, I, they, I, they must have had their tasting room at their winery forever, but I didn't know anything about it until I had tried their wine at a festival and then yeah. I sought them out like, oh, this is my only chance to get this. Yeah. You know? But that's where I think like the co-ops and stuff are important or that, well, now they have these local oriented wine bars and things like that, that are really awesome. So you don't really, those are the best, like, and especially in the times of lack there of festivals and, and events like that, it's really the way to go when you're trying to get, uh, different kinds of Arizona wines. Um, a lot of the bottle shops are carrying yeah. things a lot better. I mean, things are very much different than when we started drinking Arizona wine, well, the way it was back in the day was going to the festivals was how we were getting it. And so we got really used to that life. We very much enjoyed that life. That's how we networked the fuck out of ourselves. And that's how we met a lot of our fucking that's friends. True. That's how we became the, um, uh, you know, the spokesperson for like every Arizona winery that's ever existed. <laughs> also, I have to say actually logistically, as far as like a wine festival is concerned, I feel like the favorite ones are the ones like I love going and personally talking to like the winemaker and getting a bottle of their wine and purchasing it and having it in my bag or whatever. But I really like the festivals where you purchase from the winemaker, but then you pick up your bottles at the end before you leave. They they go and gather them for you. It feels like a very like service, like you just checked your coat somewhere and like you should be telling somebody, you know, you're kind of, you know, you've moved up in the world a little bit. Remember when we'd get unleashed out into the wine? So wait, we go around taste and then it was like you and I would split up. Oh yeah. Or sometimes it was a team effort, but then it would be like, we'd meet back up again and it was like, Oh, what bottles did you get? And we would be leaving with a case. Yeah. At least a half a case to a case of wine. I think that even happened though, where it's like, we would split up and be like, I'm going here, I'm going here, okay. And then we'd cross paths again and be like, oh, I went there and I went there. Okay, yeah. now I'm going okay. there. Yeah, and we're covered. Yeah, we... And we get home and, like, you'd always have these bottle, these bags that hold, like, what, six bottles of wine or whatever. And then you would also have, like, little giveaways and flyers and things yeah. like that that are, like, glasses that are just, like, <laughs> in the pockets. And so when you get home and you unload all the pockets and you're like... One bottle, two bottle, three bottle, yeah. four, five bottle, six bottle, seven bottle, more. more. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, what the fuck <laughs> happened yesterday? <laughs> and so, um, but honestly, like that's it, we wouldn't have been drinking like so many and different I mean, wines as, as like. That you know, wine marketing is concerned, like Bravo (laughs) hosting events where everyone gets drunk and just wants to buy more of what they've been tasting. It's great. It's the best idea. And then we left with a new best friend every time. Yeah. Every time. And you know what? It is fun to do an event where you don't have to do the money transaction of it. You're just like pouring whatever. Oh yeah. But let me tell you an event where I have a table full of all kinds of Arizona wines, like every kind of white, rosé, red that everyone is making, just random bottles. Maybe I only have that bottle. Everyone is like, oh, I want to taste all of those. I get it. Me too. I want to taste all of those if I'm on the other side of the table too. So I'm working one of these events and they came over and they were like, here, here's the line for a glass of wine. And I'm like, I'm not pouring 
anyone a glass of wine. <laughs> like that's not something that's going to happen right now. I'm Especially just, if it's like I'm gonna try all of them. I'm just gonna I'm gonna offer a half glass or so and say, hey, this isn't the tasting by the way. You know, people just want to try it. They want a little swig. They don't know. So I'm happy to talk to them about it. But I'm like, I am not. Mm -mm. I don't know if the idea was just like pour glasses of wine so that the wine just runs out. But like, well, you're that just going to get drunk people. And then also like you're going to get people who waste a glass because they don't like it and they yeah. haven't tried it. And they're just like toss it. And they're like, you suck. For real. Bitch. Everyone is there to taste. So that's what their mode is, you know. Oh, no, man. Those symposiums. I'm there to drink. Ooh. A lot. Those were, mm. they're enough on their own, and those are in the AM, like nine AM. Yeah, those are the ones you go all day. Like I, like mm, just rub my hands together, and I'm ready for that day in January. Okay, all right, let's let's real talk for just one second. What's up? There was a symposium one year where neither of us were working; we were both attending together, and we had somebody that drove us back to Tucson who was sober to do so. I <laughs> we left this event lit and I don't think there was a single person who wasn't fucking lit including winemakers everyone has a story from this year I swear to god that like stumbling out of the farm like I'm not gonna name specific names seeing people leaving the farm with us too and we're just like hooting and hawing we left with a bottle like didn't I have the half bottle that I threw out of the fucking car later. Name, uh, you threw a bottle out of the car? I thought that I threw wine out of the car or something. That was one of the craziest, like, I have, and I then was that the gas ran out that. on the way back to Tucson? Was that, Is the, that the same one? I don't think so. But tell everyone what you did. I, I don't remember. Why don't you tell everyone what I did? When you yacked? Yarfed? Yeah, I didn't remember that really. You yarfed in, like, that thirst buster cup and then all over yourself in the side of the car in front of those cops. Then you peed. There is a very lovely picture of me wearing a blue dress that I wore for the first time for that event that I have never worn since. And then she um, had to pee so bad. This and I then have no memory We pulled of. over at a casino and she just gets out of the car and just drops trout and starts pissing, like, on, like, those rock... Like, little median things that are in between parking spaces. And there's just, like, a whole bunch of fucking 18-wheeler trucks. And Lindsay just throws her fanny out and takes a wicked piss after just barfing wicked red wine everywhere. And then, oh my God. Oh if my, my memory God. serves correctly, oh if it's God. the same time, it's when... There was a time that we ran out of gas going back to Tucson. I feel like I would just want to lump all those catastrophes in together. <laughs> So, no, that was a different time. That was a different time. But anyways, um, that was a gnarly... There's the time we left the fucking Irish place with those two friends of ours, Dave and his wife. Buster. Like, <laughs> we just met them at the event. We all hung out. And then she fell yes, on her was, face. That was an event that I enjoyed because you got to pick up your bottles at the end and then you fall on your face. Yeah, and then we fell on our like, faces. Because your weight is suddenly different because you're weighted down with all these bottles and your gravity And they off. had your phone. And we had to meet up with them the next day at North Mountain Brewery. And it was like, hey, let's drink some more after we've all been probably had alcohol poisoning. 
It was insane. No, that that day wasn't as bad. I remember keeping myself that day. I don't. Because then I remember going to North Mountain and having it be rough. Because I was like, I don't know if I can drink, like, more than a beer. And they looked rough, too. It was a rough day. It was rough all over. But, man, are they not fucking worth it when you're tasting all those really great wines and laughing and hanging out with all your fucking friends? I mean, you never regret it until later. I mean, I just... Yeah, I, I think people thought... Like, it was funny when we'd be like, no, I can't hang out. I'm going to a wine festival. And then, what? And then, like, no, yeah, an Arizona wine festival. What? And then I'm like, you don't even know how fucked up you can get at one of these things if you buy the right tickets and, like, whatever. also, it's nice just to taste all the wines. Oh, yeah. That, too. I, I have definitely, over the years, learned to pump and dump a little bit, if you know what I mean. Yeah. No, that makes it sound like I'm throwing up. No, that's not the case. No, like, you're <laughs> humping and dumping. You're pumping and humping and dumping on the uh, skate track. Wee, wee, wee. <laughs> Wait, wee. Do, the, do the thing. What's the thing? Wee. <laughs> that's the one. Yep. Yeah. And you're good at so, that. Um, yeah. This is good with the... So, the wine fest. Good for tasting wines. Good for... If you get the good package and you get the most tickets, it's good for that. Just chugging along. I don't know. Wines are great. Get home responsibly. Get home responsibly. And pee in a parking lot. Pee pee in parking lot. It was broad daylight, by the way. Broad. It was still like five o'clock. Yeah, this is when (laughs) that festival started at like nine, and and that was just because there were speakers and stuff in like a wine tasting. Like the first two three hours are occupied with like serious talk about wine. And special guests flown in, and then it opens up to like lunch, an auction, and drinking. So at least there's lunch. That is another thing about wine festivals. Don't even fucking not like you need to include you need to have food, food in some way. Like uh-huh. having food available for purchase, great, but like have food available for like eating included in the tickets yeah. somehow too. Because uh-huh. like that just forces people to eat. Yeah, and that first I'm Verde a Valley wine wizard now. Well, that Verde Valley Wine Festival where it was like the mix of it was like half mm-hmm. food and half winemakers, yeah. and it was just free. Like your ticket paid for like little plates from wherever you wanted to eat, and that was really little dang. Plates. Little plates little, throughout the day. Little def- different, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, that's a wine festival life. It's really fun. The Verde Valley definitely one of my favorites. The um, AVA Symposium. It's not really a festival. It's like uh, like a charity event, but it it has wine festival qualities. Um, wine festival qualities. <laughs> so it has like all of the drunk people. Well, those are like my two because I get yeah, but like the two main ones because the one is in January and the one is in May and it kind of cuts up the year like that. I know, what I know. Wrong? They look like little broccolis and they also look like the, like how Carrie and I got Lindsay flowers for Valentine's Day, and. Um, And usually Trader Joe's is like really fucking on point with their flowers, but this bundle is kind of giving us a hard time, so. But they look good. There's that other dead flower over there. God damn it, everything's dying. Look at my basil, though. Yeah. Your basil's badass and worth Mm -hmm. bragging about. Anyone who can keep basil alive is a badass motherfucker. Pretty fucking banging. So, um, yeah. Oh, well, like, we... We've been uh, hiking. We went hiking the other day. Where you took your, uh, you took Marge out, and you like finally got Dog to run with her off leash. Yes. Why don't we talk about that? Marge had her very first hike, and she is a fucking champ. Like she just sticks near. 
she can be off leash and she follows the trail and comes um, and uh, she runs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She gallops. She's a horse. <laughs> <laughs> we know this. Yeah, so we went, um, Lindsay, Kata, Carrie, and Johnny and I, and then um, Silas and Marge all went uh, hiking the other day and it was beautiful. So many saguaros. So, um, it was just really awesome. And it was like what overcast. You, what did you think? Okay. When you saw that cac- that barrel cactus that I told you about in real life after I described it, like it was the most amazing. It was so fucking, seen, right? like, like I said, if I was on mushrooms, I probably wouldn't <laughs> leave that cactus like for a long time. Cause I'm just like, this cactus's energy is intense. Yeah. That cactus is like a vortex. It's... <laughs> It's all twisty. I'm a vortex. I'm a vortex. <laughs> That's my favorite thing to say in Sedona now when I go hiking. I'm a vortex. Um, <clears throat> but really, I am. So um, you know what? Speaking of hipsters, because you say Sedona, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like yuppies hey, you and know hipsters. What, you know what really grinds my gears? Ooh, tell me. Running the Sedona fucking marathon or half marathon. And seeing a woman that was wearing, like, a tourist shirt that she had gotten. Obviously, she was from out of town. Or maybe she was in from, from in town. I don't know. What kind of shirt? She was wearing, a, like, a tourist shirt for Sedona. Oh. And it said Sedona, like, established, like, 1948 or whatever the year was. And I was like, hold up. <laughs> Wait. What? <laughs> no. That's not how that works. <laughs> And I was just like, there's a market that's producing this shirt. There's a market that's consuming this shirt. And I'm sure it could have been innocent, but like, if you just think about it for a second. I mean, whatever. Whatever. Let the honky have their day. They have every day. Oh my God. You do. That's true. You do. My um least favorite thing about the Sedona Marathon... Uh, I didn't run it, but I did do, like, the 5K that one year. But my least favorite thing about it was waiting for you at the finish line and every white lady with a ponytail wearing the same color shirt as you. Me thinking it's you and being like, there she... Nope. Ooh, I think that's her. That kind of looks like the way she... Nope. A hundred times before you come around. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just white girls with those ponytails flying in the air. I, I don't know white girls with ponytails. But then you come down and it's a way different vibe. I'm like, why did I not? There's no way I wouldn't know that that's Lindsay. Cause Thank you. Were just, you. Just I like to finish fire. fucking strong. Especially that finish line is uphill. Yeah. <laughs> Shelly got that good picture of me and I look like I'm fucking mm-hmm. hauling ass. I know I'm fucking just like speed walking look like speed. You know what my favorite pictures are? <laughs> the ones that the marathon photo people catch where you got your back foot planted flat on the ground. Your front foot's in front, playing it flat on the ground. <laughs> hey! And your arms are just like... It's like that derby girl. I don't look like I'm doing anything. Yeah, you look like you're just like a pose like marionette of a runner. <laughs> <laughs> I hate those pictures. There's never a good picture in those pictures. Yeah, but the Sedona Marathon, though, is like... Or 5K, 10K run is definitely like one like a beautiful run like i oh, definitely yeah. understand why people come from all over the world to do it and it was really fun and it's challenging yeah it was like a lot of hills and stuff mm-hmm. and it was really 
Like I've never done a 5K or I've never done anything past a fun run than when I was a kid. And so like to work, like to fun run when you worked at the office. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cause my friend got rabies. Um, but like it was, I remember that being kind of like special just because running was your thing and whatever. And then you like, you like motivated me and like Mm -hmm. encouraged me to like do that run. And I did it. I did did it. (laughs) And then like, I got to do that with you and Shelly. Like, we all three did it. Look at us. We, like, I mean, you guys are definitely a lot closer than her and I are these days. But, like, we did a lot of things together, and that was yeah, definitely, definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. So There's more things to do together. Oh, totally. Totally. Wink, wink. Oh. Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> We're all in the same winemaking class, assholes. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my lord. Oh my Anyways. God. Can I can I talk can I talk about the purging I've been doing lately? Yeah. Oh of your Because we were talking about how I threw up everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue that. Let's keep it going. So you know I love to purge. Um no, but uh, as we know, I'm moving into an ambulance temporarily as a sentence I say now. <laughs> Um, so I, you know, I'm, I'm going to stow some shit cause I'm going to have a house again someday soon, but just getting rid of some stuff. And I just feel so fucking relieved having just like done one thing a day, like the last few days I've like, already like cleared space. Like I had so much room for activity <laughs> yeah. in my studio. Um, by the way, oh, it'll probably be gone by the time this comes out. But let me tell you, I got a primo thing in my carport now that anybody listening to this would want, you know? Oh that my little, God, I'd love to see. Did, did we ever talk about how we lived in a tiny house? I don't know that we really got specific about the tiny house that we lived in. Um, our last house in Phoenix that we had before we moved to Tucson. Yeah, for four years we lived in a 550 square foot cottage with three to four dogs. Yeah, and it was in a double lot. Um, near the North Mountain Preserve, so mm-hmm. our backyard was basically just hiking trails. That's where I trained for a marathon running on all the trails in the desert right from our house. It yeah. was fantastic. Right from our house, you could see the city, like the twinkling of the lights. It was oh, yeah, awesome. We were it was just. Straight downtown. Like, it was beautiful. Strip, we so. had wonderful neighbors. Um, we had wildflowers grow in our yard every year. We got to pick Orange the color of our yellow. house, the way it was painted, and the trim was purple. Mm-hmm. Or no, our door was purple and the trim was like a dark orange or a dark green and like there was like olive colors. Yeah, like and then green. an olive green too, yeah. And um I got that stung, was nice. stung by a scorpion at that house. Yeah, we did a lot of shed. a lot of things there, a lot of time there. But the thing was was that we moved from a what, a four bedroom four bedroom three, three bathroom bath. house house into this small place so we purged a lot of things then including our larger furniture because nothing was going to fit nothing fit so we needed the perfect piece of furniture yeah and we wanted to still be able to accommodate like if somebody wanted to stay at our house yeah, so we, we were have definitely a bedroom but we wanted to have a couch that would accommodate. yeah just somebody but it was just like the space was not allowing like a full couch our living room was the size of a bathroom yeah. Well, I mean, we had a full-size kitchen, and but equal amount of the space mm-hmm. of that small full-size kitchen was the the space of our living room. So... We say full-size kitchen, but we're, like, literally in my kitchen now, and 
this kitchen is bigger than it's that bigger than it. Was. You just probably have to half this. Mm -hmm. And so But it had we, everything we needed. We were able to fit like one of our uh, recliners from our old set of furniture and then we bought like an antique. So for a long time in our yeah. house, our living room just had, had a old, big old like, like mom and pa chairs. chairs. <laughs> and the dogs had to decide who they were going to sit with until I mean, you found you found it. I had just been keeping an eye out for like ever since we got into that house for a love seat that was also a pull out because I'm like this exists. Like they had some crappy versions of it at IKEA, and I was like, there must be like an actual couch. And then, lo and behold, on Craigslist, it was awesome. Oh. Came with an ottoman too, and a surprise ottoman that lifts up so you can put stuff put inside, shit of, inside it. of it. Everything you need for a modular, tiny living room situation. Uh, Boom. Pulls little out into a twin bed. Yep. <laughs> Tape deck pops out of Afghanistan. Yep. You know? It's great. Also, if you've um, never seen Drop Dead Gorgeous, um, you should just drop stop dead. Stop listening to this and drop dead gorgeous right now. Um, yep. We'll wait. Yeah. Could you get on that now? Google it. Yeah, it's Kirstie Alley, Kirsten Dunst, Denise Richards, Brittany Murphy, Amy Adams, and a whole entire cast of shenanigans of the beauty pageant in the Midwest. Boom, boom. Back to the love seat. So. It's in the carport now. It's in the carport now. <laughs> we moved it into our house and it fit perfectly. Our friends mm -hmm. slept on it. We had people come and stay with us. And they, it, it, like, that was the thing. The bed hadn't even been used. It was still in plastic. Yeah, that's right. We unwrapped the it. The fucking love seat was in, like, primo condition. And I think we only paid, like, 150 bucks for it. I don't even think it was 150 I think it was, like, 110 or something like it that. It was just smoking deal. And then it came with a surprise deal. ottoman that wasn't even in the app. Yeah. So we, um... So it was, like, the perfect piece of furniture. The perfect yeah. outfit for a day like today, if you will. Yeah. Um, and, uh... Yeah, and then the house that we, the first house we had here in Tucson, it had, it had a cool layout. It had, like, a converted old garage area that was, like, a, a huge oh. dining room area, and I had my office in there, and we had some things, but we also had, like, this big open space by the kitchen. Like, it had awesome flow, and it had a lot of different little sitting, relaxing areas that you could have where you can get yeah. work done and stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I had amazing studio space there. It was great. That was the house where we were like, and this is Charlene Badman's bedroom. And I would always tell Charlene, <laughs> Charlene, we have a bedroom for you at the house. It's your yeah. room. We've called it Charlene's room. And like, it just it's so happened room. to be that the people who lived there before us, like the dude was a chef. So like the kitchen was like all... Oh, you know. man, that kid, yeah, it was, that was a good house. Son mm -hmm. of a bitch, man. Yeah. Sorry. I know, I know. <laughs> I wish I, I should have just fucking kept that house. Um, it was a great house. Yeah, it was a good one. Beautiful yard. Beautiful golden fur. <laughs> Palomino. <laughs> Um, but we had the, the little love seat. Remember, we had just like a little chill area where whoever was cooking in the kitchen... Could yeah. just have like a little guest hanging out, like just, just sitting right there, the like across the way. Yeah, table. and it was by the window. Like there's mm -hmm. a window right there. It was really nice. Yeah, we had the Babbitt painting hanging right there. Mm -hmm. Classy as fuck. It was an awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, the, and then it came, and then Lindsay got it when we separated, and she's had it uh, two houses now. And now with her moving, she's got to get yeah, rid of it. It has served me very well, also. Like the arm on it has been broken. Since the tiny house. 
But it still works, especially if you put that arm against the wall. Perfect. <laughs> good. It's done. done. Like it never happened. Boom. You know. And the bed's still good and everything's still good on it. Mm-hmm. So no one yeah. peed in it. No one And I've just had it as like, you know, my muse couch in my studio. So people yeah. can come and hang out there and I just you know I smoked a lot of weed on it. I suck you bus the like all of the energy out of the person and they yeah, they usually smoke a bunch of weed and fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> so that's how that works. It's great. All right, so now that we're, like, 50 minutes into this, and um, we're, like, nearing the end-ish of the bottle, how are you feeling about it now? I feel like it just, it blows up a little more. It does blow up a little bit, and actually, I I feel like I'm getting a little bit of, like, salt in the mid-palate, so I'm really tasting, like, I think the earth from these grapes, and I'm just kind of into it. I almost want to think about, like, wild rice and, like, salmon Mm. with it, like, some herby kind of, like... Like, something like that. Yeah, I think some citrus would help to set this off a little bit, too. Like, that fish with, like, some lemon. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd be really good. Yeah, I'm digging... I'm glad we opened this one. It's really... It's Mm -hmm. nice, but... We actually had fish for dinner. We should have... Lindsay made us, um... Uh, Tilapia. Tilapia. And, uh, what was it? (laughs) Classica. Classica. Tilapia. What was the fucking thing I said earlier? What the ex- the, ex- the exploratory, exploratory territory, mm-hmm. but there was a word in front of it too, the titillating exploratory territory. I did it. I did it. <laughs> I titillated it. I titillated it so hard. And I just <laughs> I titted it. Yeah. You get so pitted. <sighs> Seriously, that surfer guy on the Instagram is me trying to talk about that Calligan wine for sure. That just felt like me when I talked to anyone about Arizona wine and being like, oh man, it's so good. It's like this and this. And and they're just like, I don't under, I don't give a shit. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh, it's so, oh. And then, or like talking about winemaking and then we press it and then you do, and then you, uh, and then you rack it and then you're tasting it. And it's just like, the pressing is very cool. And then like, until you actually do it, like you don't like, and seeing those round, pre- like those things they're the showing, cake. a lot yeah. of the thing, well, yeah, the press, like the, that's what I want to do, and that, that's like, feels like if you could do anything, you would buy like all the machines that do it for you. But that's why I feel good about how I learned to do winemaking at cast least. Should be, okay. <laughs> but that was the thing that I. That's what I think that I get from Rob's winemaking, and it's just interesting to be like. Um, everyone who taught anyone who taught Rob and then Rob like going his own way and then learning from Rob Hemmelman and making wine with him like um, just like the way he did it I'm like well no wonder your wine is so fucking good like at least that's what I mm. think was part of it I'm like it's you know it was really hands on you're really like in I- it with the wine mm. so I just I loved having a wood press and not like some machinery that was going to do it for us. I mean, people working on larger scales, sure, go for it. But I for felt sure. like, but there, I I feel like what, what you're getting to is something that we're like actively seeing right now in the Arizona wine industry. There is definitely the passionate, hands-on winemaking winemaker. Yeah, and then there is. The we know how to do the X, Y, and Z to produce A, B, and C, mm-hmm. and we're going to market it, and we're going to make 
Yen dinero. I mean, it also could be like a labor saver, like a saving on labor too. Like, I mean, you just spend the money on the equipment that's going to do it for you and you're not spending that much time in the winery. You're not spending, and not that like, that means like the wine is any less or anything because of that. You're just probably trying to move through product. The more hands off processes like how can you not taste the difference in that i feel like you can their their soul gets lost in mass produced wine yeah i just yeah i think that's just one of the things like with winemaking i think we probably agree on with that is just like that Mm -hmm. kind of keeping that integrity it's the same thing like what the oddity guys are doing i feel like like those guys like what they're doing that same fucking passion and stuff like if i was to produce something where i'm like I made 50 cases of this wine. Like, oh my God. Yeah. 50 cases of wine. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> to me. Yeah. And <laughs> to other people, like, that's like, there's like, that. that's like a, just a small snippet of something. We wouldn't even be able to get a distributor to pick that up. Oh my God. Yeah. And? Wine life. It's crazy. Yeah, you gotta seek but, it out then. Well then, like, do we have any finishing notes we want to, like end on I don't know it's been like a rough weird week I've had like I've had a weird up and down week so it's Mm -hmm. just kind of I feel like that's what we're catching the tail end of I have an interview for a job fucking jobs don't don't quit your day job I don't want to do it Mm -hmm. but just for now I gotta fucking live so um yep yeah no um just getting high and roller skating Lindsay's been sketching fruit. It's beautiful, man. It's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, it's been a very fruity fucking time of my life right now. Man. I'm digging it. And you know what? It's making it easier for me, too, because, like, painting is my my artistic expression, bread and butter, if you will. I love painting so much. <clears throat> but, um, uh, it you know, I like to paint large things and then all of the paints and the brushes and all of the equipment that I need for that it's not really travel friendly so just having like a bunch of cardstock and markers and pens like fuck yeah yeah I've been enjoying that a lot you're doing like she just did like a pineapple that was off the charts she did a thing of grapes that were amazing and then she did a little she did a little bud of weed that had like a stem (laughs) on it so it's like this like little nug sitting at the stem i did not have a pretty nug but kato was like oh i was like what should i draw tonight i had like a bunch of fruit and he's like draw some weed and i was like i don't have any bugs that look pretty like i gotta get some nice fluffy new ones yeah speaking Mm. of which i'm exhaling Speaking of which, I have to go, like, every week between now and when I go to New York. Yeah. Lindsay's talking about drugs. Turn off the podcast, kids. Podcast. Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Yeah, that's a thing. I mean. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Oh, my God. Like a lattice crust. (laughs) A lattice crust. You're not going to die. And that's a good thing. Go ahead, tell about the lettuce crust. Oh my god, I love your dad. <laughs> oh, Lindsay was just telling me, I forgot, like, I re- um, Third Rock from the Sun was a show that I didn't watch um, when it came out. Again, just like King of the Hill. And then I meet Lindsay and she's like, you've never watched these shows? You need to fucking watch these shows. <laughs> and then watching them, like, oh my fucking god, why have I never watched these shows? So, okay. and I know that, like... And I got it from my, t- my yeah, parents. Yeah, I was just gonna say... Music. It's Mostly my dad. It's right up there, your dad's shows. humor and stuff. So that, you know, it, she's heavily influenced by them. So as Lindsay, like, her dad and I get along so well. 
So like, um, I know I had I had gotten this clip or seen it before, but it's been definitely years. And so when I started baking pies again, I did lattice crust on things. Like Lindsay finally was like, "Oh my god, just text my dad, lattice crust." And I was like, "Even better, I'm gonna send him pictures of my pies and say lattice crust." And so <laughs> I finally, like after two weeks of Lindsay asking me if I've done it and if I've done it, I'm like, "Okay, okay," and I do it, and I send it to him, and he's like, "Those look marvelous," and I was like. I don't think this was the answer. I and even then showed I asked Lindsay you what he said, and that's what you told me. And you're like, like oh, it. you're like, like he must be slipping in his old age. And without missing a beat, like, because I immediately showed Lindsay the text when I got it, and without missing a beat, like three minutes later, he must have had to look it up. But he sends me the clip from Third Rock from the Sun. Where, um, what's his name? Harry. Harry is sick and he's having fever dreams. And it's also, he's like obsessed with Martha Stewart. And he's Stewart. obsessed with Martha Stewart. So, he so has he's a, also waiting for like an autograph, like picture from Martha Stewart. And, he and ate he's it. really sick. Yeah. <laughs> so then he, um, dreams about her and they're discussing the meal that they're making or whatever. He's and on then, the Today and, Show with her. They're yeah. making apple crust. Yeah. And then the, she shows it and then he's like, a lattice crust like just makes it very apparent but then she's like they're cutting into it and then it was just like mm. and she's just like you're not going to die and that's a good thing <laughs> and it's just very funny yeah so um he sent me that and he's just he's just funny dan daniel robinson i love you <laughs> you're one of my f most favorite people and i'm glad i met you so and I guess thanks for bumping uglies with Christine and making Lindsay oh and then now we get to hang out. So shout out. Why? Happy Valentine's Day. Also, um, they don't fucking what, listen to this. What makes you think that my mother's pussy is ugly? Why would you say that? Or my father's junk. Notice my mom has a pussy. My dad has junk. <laughs> Why do you think his is junk? If I can't think it's ugly. <laughs> On that note, I can't fucking believe you just said your mom's pussy. You called it ugly. I had to I just said bumping it. uglies. I didn't say, hey, that puss puss be looking rough. The fuck is that supposed to stand for if not? <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah, this yeah we, we double digit did it today <laughs> with the did it and the do's it and the what's it. All right. The who's it's and the has it's and the what's it's. Man, this 300% is really coming through on this 300 300%. 300%. All right. Jenny. Well, thanks everyone who's listened. Um, oh, I meant to give a um, shout out to Allie Marks. Um, oh, I forgot. I we made your a, new stuff, girl. We made a point to um, make sure to say something, uh, uh, a shout out to you on this just because um, we adore you. And, um, we really, uh, I go back and watch backseat driving I, still. I still want to be on backseat <laughs> driving. I keep waiting for a reprisal. Like, can you, can you bring it back? And, but um, I, I love, I love your light work and your, I would, uh, yeah, I was just going to say your most recent camera work and stuff is really beautiful. Everything that you did there. Allie so. Marks is this wonderful human I met when she was like nine or 10 years old. I used to be a nanny and she was the friend of one of the kids I nannied, uh, Brittany, shout out to Brittany. I love you. And, um, uh, and we like, no, like, I mean, life happened and we kind of went our own ways, but like got in touch in the past few years, we've been, you know, in touch, especially with social media and stuff. So, um, but she listened to the podcast and she made a point to like write and say some very, very, very nice and sweet things. So I just wanted to make sure to take time 
and say thank you to her specifically just because Shout she's out. a super fucking talented person she's and so fuck, fucking funny. And we've sat there and drank wine and had pizza with her and laughed our asses off. So super mega huge shout out to Allie Marks. We love you. Um, tell Brandon we said hi. We Shout think- out to your roommate smoking a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, and also just to all of anyone else listening. Uh, Thanks for just giving a shit and hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. And um, uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we're your friends on your podcast. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. All right. Yeah. All right. We We did did it. it.